Hey, today I want to talk about social anxiety, not from the angle where I'm like uh, trying to blame the person on themselves, but rather I wanted to rather like dive in into the actual background and what actually leads to that shit. Because most of the time, whenever somebody is socially anxious, I see people giving really terrible advice of you should just pull yourself up by the bootstraps and such, which yes is technically right like you should just like gain the quote-unquote courage but like you, you can't really climb a mountain in, like three steps you gotta like take all those small steps and you gotta realize as well and prepare to it and the preparation part yeah let's make that analogy actually where we're like climbing a mountain so before you climb a mountain you're like you're not gonna go in with like uh, your beach shorts your flip-flops without a shirt like you gotta prepare yourself and shit so you gotta have like some sort of plan in mind and if you forget stuff you're gonna get fucked over say you forget your climbing gear say you forget your like thick clothes and such that's that fucks you over see the normal person is somebody who grew up in a normal household they have all the necessary equipment and like they grew up in a proper environment where they were encouraged to try to socialize to others and they were encouraged to like actually talk to others and have robust conversations and actually have their parents treat them as other people rather than just like servants who will just like just obey them just because I'm the older person just because I am your parent just because you shouldn't argue back to me I feel like that sort of parenting never really makes kids that are actually critical thinkers and to, at one point when I was younger I went through that too say when I was like 7 to like 13, 14 but I think my parents acknowledged it when I was around 15 and actually allowed me to actually like convey my thoughts get my opinion and like talk to them without the fear of well being fucked over pretty much but then there was times where I actually got a bit fucked over but then it eh, happens not, not everybody's perfect but moving on back to our main point with the mountain gear and the climbing the mountain a socially anxious kid usually has an incomplete social kit like this is was like from my like how I view at least where their parents are usually pretty verbally abusive most of the time which leads to them not being able to trust others not being able to talk to others properly hell they might even be scared of talking to others or even picking up the phone which uh, well I think a lot of, yeah a lot of infrastructure nowadays is like thankfully more friendly towards them but I think we gotta tackle the problem at its core it's like the environment the parents and such so without a fan, let's start. I guess one of the main problems with social anxiety is helicopter parents, where parents that decide everything for their child. Like, let's say you're like five or six. Like, your parents deciding stuff for you at that age is alright, since you don't know any better. Like, even at like five or six, like, you can think for yourself at like that age, but I think like most of the time when you're like really young and small, not many parents give you that much freedom because well let's face it if you give a child that young a lot of freedom they're gonna go out and like bankrupt you in the fucking cold storage or some shit <laughs> well on the on the for real i think that uh once somebody grows older say 
I'd say the ideal age is like 12, 13, but honestly, the way I'm going to be raising my kids, if I have any, is that I'm going to like try to actually talk to them like normal adults as soon as they are like uh, four or five to have them reason out and like make their own arguments. Their arguments might not be as good, but I'll actually give them a chance to convey their feeling, convey their ideas rather than just like trap them in the just because box. Apply, like that implies the uh, employee mindset, which is a really good video. It's like from this guy called Louis Rossman. He's like, uh, he, he's actually the person that inspired me to make this. But anyways, um, uh, where basically just like uh, training a generation of children, where you're just gonna be like fine with whatever happens, and like not actually wanting to make a change, not questioning their environment, not questioning what happens around them, and not being curious being active learners that is an important part of your skill set in the 21st century being an active learner and i think being an active learner cannot be achieved by somebody who is actually socially anxious because they're actually really scared to try new things and to face the truth most of the time because their parents just like well each time they actually try to discuss that truth with their parents their parents usually just mop them away or just put them off or even like abuse them verbally and extends to like physically at times and i feel like that leaves really deep scars and grooves on them i feel like that stuff is not something you can heal up and you actually need a lot of therapy with and even like not all therapists are good so you gotta find somebody that works with you but i think the problem is because of helicopter parents and the way they're like their their existence as a whole is not I don't think it's really good because they're like basically trying to get their child to live out their own dreams and to live out their own decisions and such, which isn't something normal. I like it's not something I'd ever endorse because it's just no. You can't force a painter child to be a doctor. You can't force a computer scientist child to be a uh, a chemical engineer and such like you gotta let your kid decide for themselves and i think this causes a lot of social anxiety and even causes people to grow up not knowing how to do shit and not actually having the skills it requires for the quote-unquote real work i do have a friend of mine who has like uh, the most helicopter parents i've ever witnessed in my entire existence i think uh, think they're still the same even now when he's in university which is kind of scary where they wouldn't really let him do anything they would just like uh, instead of actually talking to him or like dialogue like actually trying to let's say like um, let's say he has an exam or something they wouldn't like uh, tell him oh yeah you got an exam you gotta focus and shit they would just deliberately take his devices and such when he is like a grown ass man it's like 17 18 it's like what is going on that that sort of punishment is like really funny to me and it's just stupid because like when he grows up and moves out of your house nobody's going to be taking his phone nobody's going to be taking his laptop nobody's going to be there to verbally abuse him or physically abuse him like you do when like you actually want him to do something and it's much better and like i'd much rather have people actually teach their kids how to think for themselves how to actually construct their own ideas and live with their decisions rather than them just like making sweeping decisions all over and wanting to know every single nook and cranny in their child's life. That's just 
No. I get that parents are curious about their kids and such. They want to know that they're doing well. But I think that causes a problem where of helicopter parents because constant attention just makes the kid unable to form their own thoughts and their own ability to actually think for themselves. And that's a huge problem in the modern world. One more thing too about like social anxiety that I find that's rooted in the environment is that they surround themselves by friends that are more or not terrible for them. I think uh, you should surround yourself with people that actually make you think. I'm not saying you've got to surround yourself with people that agree on every bit value principle you have. Like you're bound to have differing opinions about many things in life and like different views and that's totally normal. I'm not out here trying to make you seek your, uh, your identical person like somebody who just shares everything that you think. Uh, that, that is not if that is possible well it is possible but like that's just like no you're limiting yourself to sitting into an echo chamber of the same thoughts reverberating over and over and over again <laughs> sorry but like the um that person when you just sit with people that share the same ideology as yours you're just sitting into an echo chamber of the same thoughts being thrown at you over and over and over again which gives zero space for growth and I think that you gotta surround yourself with people, not the people that actually like uh, break your ankles and like uh, you know push you over, fuck you over by just constantly crushing your soul and just telling you, oh yeah, this is wrong, you don't, blah, blah blah blah. No, no, fuck that, not that shit. I'm talking more about people who actually make you think critically for yourself, people who question your solutions, people who give you a different perspective or angle. And sometimes you gotta be that person in your own life. That's something I had to learn. Because, uh, uh, well, I couldn't really ask my RL friends for advice. Because no, it's not that because we had like different ideologies, which we do. It's just that their advice wasn't uh, really applicable most of the time, more often than not. And their, or their advice would be just like uh, pushing me to like do the most generic shit that doesn't work. Which is... Such as like, uh, oh, if you try hard enough and such, which is like you pushing people is good and such, but I don't think they give the valid different perspective that actually you actually need. That's like something you gotta construct for yourself at times, something you gotta build up, and something like if you want actual criticism and actual proper reflection, ask somebody who's invested in you, ask somebody who's actually like who cares about you, who you care about their opinion, and you know when they actually give you an opinion, it wouldn't come out of the place of hate, jealousy, it would actually come out of a place of proper criticism, and not a place of wanting to bully you, wanting to put you down. There is a big difference between criticism and bullying, and I think that's also, moving on to the next point, that's also like a major point with social anxiety, where people mistake criticism for bullying and bullying for criticism where they grew up their entire life being bullied and then have their parents family neighbors etc like i even had this saying where it's like often your first bully comes from your family where like your cousins and such and like aunts because like you know like uh, for me at least i wouldn't discuss much of the stuff I'm working with with like some of my cousins and such when I was younger because I knew I'd be bound to make fun of and I'd be bullied and such and that stuff is not 
I don't think uh, that was good for me at all when I was younger. I think that actually like fucked me over a bit, not gonna lie. But I'm glad I snapped out of it. But I think a lot of socially anxious kids go grow in these households where they just have the same thing over and over again where no matter what they do it's never enough and though the people like they would just be going to their parents and showing them their progress and such like the stuff they achieved only to have their parents bash them down tell them why they all fail and how they all fail and how they're useless and how they never ever achieve something they'll attribute to life and attribute to like other people and such which I think is really fucked up. I think it only stems from the previous abuse that the parents had. And I'm not excusing them. I'm actually like advocating for them to get help for that shit. Because that stuff is fucked up. And it only fucks up their kids. And it just continues the cynical cycle of terrible behavior. It's just messed up. When you like, when you have somebody you care about, when you criticize them, you're not out there to get their neck. You're out there to actually help them improve. So you gotta have that intention in mind, and you gotta like convey that intention. You don't like, you aren't about to just bully someone for 25 minutes about something. Then tell them, oh yeah, I had I had you in mind. I had you in best intention. No, that uh, shut the fuck up. You're being an asshole. <laughs> That's not having someone in the best intention. That's just you excusing yourself to build it out of the past and then make yourself feel better about it by saying, oh yeah, I had you in the best intention. Just no, that's not true. It's not true. You know, that's not true. And I think that carries over where the socially anxious person in the future, when they actually like grow up and get to be like that, I think that was what hap- that was happened with my ex, actually, now that I think about it. Because my ex grew up in a really messy household where her mother was like really controlling and just fucked her over pretty pretty big time like I won't delve into it because she entrusted me with her issues at the time but what I can talk about is that she was really socially anxious and whenever we'd actually get into an argument it would turn into her just curling up and being scared I was gonna bully her when I was just trying my best to give criticism and I even tried to, I guess this is more of a vent, but I've tried my best to approach it in so many ways where I would, like I would even like omit negative words out of my vocabulary, I'd start off with a good note and then comment like the stuff and such and then actually break down the issue into smaller pieces so that way it could be digestible rather than just throwing it out all at once. But I think after years of just facing bullying labeled as criticism, she can't take it no more. And it's scary because like, I've tried going through like the quote-unquote therapy way of doing things where you ask the other person questions and such. But she often called me out and said, don't try to therapize me, which only makes me think that not only was she really socially anxious about herself and how fucked up uh, the environment she grew up in, I I think it only extra English extrapolated due to like the therapist not like caring much about her and like just trying to pretty much buy an hour so that they make their money and go on by their day instead of actually like helping her go through their issues. I think that's a, that's a problem for another podcast, but like about therapists. But like for now, back to our, like social anxiety trip. 
uh, I think that stuff just makes it much harder to trust people and in the long run even like question your problems as such because whenever you question those problems nobody like the person questioning those problems never really cared much about you so it's hard to actually like start caring about yourself when other people clearly do not and they actually just want to put you down constantly 24 7 which is pretty fucking sad now that I think about it it's really sad and I really hope best for people suffering with social anxiety but I think these roots of the problems to your parents, the environment, the friends what else? I guess I guess yeah it could be just like insecurity as well due to the schooling environment as well because schooling is really rough like the time we have at school like I can reflect back to year 87 even before where I just got bullied pretty heavily for being oh wow like I was like uh, 5 feet under 50 kilograms wearing glasses I was like a little nerd walking around I was like so I was like like I was mediocre by the, like the definition of the word and I think that's what made it so easy to pick on me because how like I never did anything about it and I know that whenever I went out and like talked about it to the counselor and such nothing really happened about it and actually it only got worse which is funny because like you see all this shit at school like see it reported the doors and all, all kind of shit but in reality rarely anything happens to the bullies and they get away cute free whenever you do something about it say hit them and like such you just be fucked over because then if you fuck up that fight they not only know that they're stronger than you they know that like you can't do shit about it and even if you like talk about it they can just bring it up and then it'll fuck you over even more so I think that that as a whole as well all this cooling where uh, just like makes a like a full cycle schooling being bullied having bad advice from friends not being able to talk to anybody about it because of your parents not caring much about you and even if you do talk to them about it they, like some parents where if you were to talk about it thankfully these weren't mine but some parents who just are like just be chilling at home after work after their child comes home and they don't even be looking away from their TV to greet their child to see them to see that they're in pain see like the bruises on them just saying hi how did you and then like not even take their eyes away from the TV while their kid is clearly in pain and then like just running away and just like not eating for a bit they won't question that like and that's like bad form of parenting and I think that's like one of the main attributes of the cycle because then the bullies would realize hey I fucked up this kid and I haven't gotten any call about it nobody told my parents about it so they know that kid is like on himself no friends no parents no nothing they're just getting fucked over and over and over and over again and again and again and again to the point where they realize like whatever I do to him nobody's gonna care and I think that's just like the rock bottom for the socially anxious person I think that's where 
things start going really bad from shootings to suicide to killing other people to growing as psychopaths while not all of them like I'm not trying to imply that oh yeah all mentally ill people are psychopaths or like circles no I'm just saying that these are once normal people now they can't even function properly in the modern society due to how they grew up and I think a lot of these people actually need to go to therapy while it's hard but I think therapy is important and sometimes therapy doesn't even work and thankfully nowadays we have a lot of ways to reflect upon ourselves and ask these questions but I think the important first step is asking the questions being curious why do things work like this why am I feeling this way about stuff why do I fear talking on the phone why do I feel tense when I have to look someone in the eyes why can't I speak without stuttering why can I why can I well, talk to other people without it going awkward and silent and fizzing out real quick? These are important questions to ask yourself and I think a lot of people fear to ask these questions because they don't want to face the bitter truth and that bitter truth sucks. It sucks so fucking much I'm not trying to downplay that shit. I know how terrible that stuff is. I had to deal with it ages ago was a pretty heavy weight to lift off and it was a pretty heavy weight that was just thrown in my lap like it was like really hard to work on it but I thanked myself and for every moment I spent actually dealing with that problem and actually improving myself rather than just sitting idle and waiting for a saving grace because that saving grace is never coming you are your own saving grace is what I'm trying to say no matter what happens you have you and I don't think you should rely much on others to actually solve your problems. I think that your problems should be solved by, well, who has the problems? You. You should solve your own problems. Think that, like, should be, like, something you deal with on your own. You can ask for support. You can ask for guidance. But people can't answer all your questions. And people can't just, like, defer all your problems onto themselves and resolve them by themselves because that doesn't work and that only makes them actually detest you and actually despise you in the long run because they just turn into like a mini therapist and I don't think much people are willing to do that shit they're willing to actually like check up on you be a little buddy and such but they're doing it out of their own like uh, generosity they're not doing it just because and they're not I don't think they're actually doing it to just like uh, be a permanent therapist for you unless somebody's like that then sure but I think they're just trying to guide you to the right direction and I think a lot of people mistake that and actually take it as ah yes this person is a god and they just put them on such a high pedestal of just and they just take every single piece of advice they give them which is good actually now that I, let me rephrase that think it's just like they put them on such a high pedestal where they can't do anything wrong and such which is really wrong and it actually fucks up the friendship relationship whatever between those two people because whenever that other person does something wrong against the socially anxious kid that socially anxious kid would just like berate the other person tell them oh how could you do this to me and such and uh, i thought you were better and I think that only causes the relationship to strain and like actually go really bad. And like I'm not suggesting that you should just take abuse, but I'm suggesting is that 
people fuck up and we should be fine and we should actually like uh, it shouldn't be so taboo to talk about our fuck ups we shouldn't just mask our frailty with all of the just success like I don't get why nowadays more people talk about success and the more people try to hide away their failures I, I know failures are scary like sick failures are embarrassing but I think it's the best way to move forward is to actually acknowledge these failures to actually know hey I fucked up but that's okay because now I learned this you gotta like frame stuff in a way that actually makes sense where you can't just like bury all that stuff and I think that's another problem with socially anxious kids at least from what I understand is that they fed stuff too deep inside at least that's what I went through or like I wasn't ever diagnosed but I'm pretty sure I had social anxiety at some point and it's not like a ment like me like I'm not properly mentally ill I don't think I am I, like as far as I know at least I think I'm a normal person but at the time where I went through it, and I wouldn't call it social anxiety like as the medical term, it's just like just me being awkward at the time. I think it's just got, it was like one of the reasons I was feeling like that was because I buried my feelings in so deep inside and I just let people get away with everything and not talk to them about them and not call them out and they're fucking bullshit. And I think that stuff just adds up. You just think about it, just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna forget it. But late at night when you can't sleep at 3 a.m. in the morning and you're saying this and you're just thinking to yourself why did I let them do that to me why did I not speak up why did I not say this instead of that and you find the perfect response 12 hours later that shit feels devastating in all honesty it just feels terrible <sighs> it's just it's sad it's like depressing there's many adjectives I could use about it, but I think there's just ah like I lost my trail of thought, but I think it's just um, terrible to be living a life like that, where you're just doing what's easy at the moment and what's e not what not what's easy to live with, and it's hard to do what's easy to live with because at the moment the socially anxious kid just like jumps into the flight or fight reaction and they just try to like uh, end the conversation and not escalate it and rather like uh, just take it and just go with it and just try to quote unquote forget it but they never do and it's why there are so many emotionally scarred and people in therapy and it's why there are so many people who are fucked up to this day and raise fucked up kids and the fucked up kids raise even more fucked up kids and that cycle just goes on and on and on and on unless somebody from the kids actually tries to break that through to conclude I guess because I've went on for way too long my god I went on for 27 minutes to conclude I think this is because the cause of social anxiety nowadays is due to a bad upbringing, not having someone properly to talk to and not having somebody actually for, not force you, push you to think critically, think for yourself and I think it's, I think it's also because of not having the ability and the guts to face the truth because each time you did face the truth as a child you got fucked over by your abusive parents instead of actually trying to work it out properly
I think that's about it. That's all my thoughts on social anxiety and why the kids aren't all to blame. And I think it's just the environment, how we actually need to improve our environments. And not only that, but actually be more mentally aware, be more emotionally intelligent and spread that through schools. That is all I have for today. Hope everyone has a wonderful day. Bye-bye.